With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Twelve new positives for COVID in travelers and five in members of the community. Three of these community members are in isolation at home with someone previously known to be positive as a result of the first community outbreak. They have been on the GPS tracking program for the last couple of weeks. The other two community members who are positive are people who've been in isolation as a result of the Georgetown Primary School outbreak. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee says 77% of Cayman's estimated population has had at least one dose of a COVID-19 vaccine, with 72% completing the two-dose course. 31 people have had a third or booster dose. There is a light at the end of the isolation tunnel for Georgetown primary students and their households who are in the mandatory 14-day quarantine. Radio Cayman's Dion England has more. Georgetown primary students and their households who are not already in known COVID-positive case will need to be tested at the end of their quarantine period. Because of the large numbers involved, Public Health will be providing COVID testing for these families on Tuesday, September 28th at the Lions Center. Time slots have been scheduled by year, starting with reception, year one, and their teachers at 1.30. Year 2 and their teachers at 2 p.m., Year 3 students and teachers at 2.30 p.m., Year 4 at 3 p.m., Year 5 at 3.30, and Year 6 at 4 p.m., along with any other Georgetown primary school staff. After testing, all families should go immediately back home without making any stops. Remain in quarantine and await advice from the Public Health Department and or the Education Department. All families are required to stay in quarantine until they have received negative results for each family member in their household. Test results will be emailed directly to the individual within 24 hours of testing. Once all members of a household have received a negative, non-detected result, they are then considered released by public health and are free from quarantine. All others will need to remain in quarantine until contacted by public health. If you have not received all of your household's results within 24 hours, contact the flu hotline, that's 947-3077, or 1-800-534-8600, or email flu at hsa.ky. If anyone in the household tests positive for COVID-19, everyone in the home will need to remain in isolation and will be contacted by public health. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. For Georgetown Primary School students or primary contacts who already tested positive for COVID-19, they and their households will be tested again at home on Wednesday, September 29th. Public Health will contact these households directly to advise them of their at-home testing times. These households must stay in isolation until tested and released by Public Health. If anyone in the household tests positive, the entire household remains in isolation. One of the questions posed by many a household right now has to do with why they're quarantining for 14 days if they tested negative for COVID and are vaccinated, or why the quarantine periods here are different than in some other countries. On Radio Cayman's For the Record today, Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee said our policies are based on the current state of COVID in the islands. Because we have very little community COVID currently, um, that is why we provide the most stringent uh, requirements around that and are different from other countries like the USA, like the UK, which have COVID widespread in the community. Dr. Lee suspects our current policies will evolve and perhaps become less stringent over time. As we have more COVID in the community, our tolerance for um, the occasional people being positive but being having very little 
uh, harm to their health, you know, mild symptoms or no symptoms at all. Our tolerance for that will increase. And certainly with that, we may well be changing. In other local news, police tonight have officially confirmed the victim of Friday's fatal crash as 33-year-old Jessis Ebanks, a Customs and Border Control employee also known as an avid footballer. He was riding a motorcycle in West Bay Friday when he was hit and killed by a minivan. The sporting community took to social media this weekend to express their sorrow over his loss. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin will have more tonight in sports. The 2021 Atlantic hurricane season is now at its peak, and as Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego reports, with two months left, officials with the Cayman Islands National Weather Service say now is not the time to let your guard down. The 2021 Atlantic hurricane season is now at its halfway mark. Alan E. Banks, who is part of the team of meteorologists at the Cayman Islands National Weather Service for the past 25 years, says the atmospheric and oceanic conditions remain conducive for an above-average hurricane season. According to the annual mid-season update issued on August 4th, 2021, by the NOAA's Climate Prediction Center, this is a division of the National Weather Service, the latest outlook reflects that the number of expected neem storms, which is winds of 39 miles per hour or greater, is 15 to 21, including 7 to 10 hurricanes, that's winds of 74 miles an hour or higher or greater, of which 3 to 5 will become major hurricanes that are categories 3, 4, or 5 with winds of 111 miles an hour or greater. Mr. Ebanks says this updated outlook includes 14 named storms that have already formed in the Atlantic Basin. That is nine tropical storms, five hurricanes, and three of which have become major hurricanes. Thus far, Mr. Ebanks notes the mid-season prediction is on par. So we are now at the peak of the hurricane season, and we only have two more months to bring the season to an end. Now, my advice uh, for the remainder of the season is that now this is the time for our families and communities to ensure that their preparation in, are in place. These storms can be very devastating. And because of that, Mr. Ebanks urges residents to be prepared for all possible outcomes by staying tuned to the local forecast, following information and possibly evacuation notifications issued by emergency officials. You can visit weather.gov.ky for further updates. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. The Ombudsman marks International Right to Know Day tomorrow. Since the implementation of the Freedom of Information Act in the Cayman Islands, government has received more than 6,500 open records requests and has disclosed public information in roughly half those cases. Ombudsman Sandy Hermiston. As time has gone on, we believe more and more government agencies are making information available to the public proactively, reducing the need for FOI requests. Ms. Hermiston says this was one of the original goals set out in enacting right-to-know legislation more than a decade ago. In 2020, some of the disclosures included information on duty concessions, labor tribunal and appeals tribunal decisions, land survey files, records concerning residency and employment's rights certificates for same-sex couples, exam results, the cost of John Gray High School, government's compliance with the National Pension Act, and more. Today, we observe World Tourism Day, highlighting the social, economic, political, and cultural significance of the travel industry. Tourism and Transport Minister, the Honorable Kenneth Bryan. This year, World Tourism Day holds even more significance as the theme identified by the United Nations World Tourism Organization is tourism for inclusive growth. Minister Brian notes over the past two years, the global tourism industry has been hard hit by the pandemic, which has caused millions of people to lose their jobs, businesses and livelihoods.
But as countries around the world begin reducing restrictions and opening up tourism once more, the theme prompts us to be positive, to be mindful of the importance of inclusivity and recovery, and to look beyond tourism statistics and acknowledge that every number and data point represents a person. Mr. Bryan says his government is doing all it can to ensure tourism workers and businesses will not become the, quote, forgotten casualties of this deadly disease, but rather are included as partners in the redevelopment of a renewed and revitalized Cayman Islands tourism industry. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.